Welcome to Beyond Dark Focus. I'm Stefan, this is Amanda, and this is Breaking Prisms, where we go over the Twilight Zone and Black Mirror. Today, for the first time ever, we're going over the brand new Jordan Peele, The Twilight Zone. We just finished up watching the very first episode labeled The Comedian. Mm-hmm. Also, today's April 2nd. Before I forget to say that, we get way, way past. It came out technically yesterday, April 1st. April Fool's Day. Ha, 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 ha. Hope everyone enjoyed our Charlie the Choo Choo train <laughs> reading. That was fun. For those of you who don't know, that's on our Let's Palaver. Yes, but it was still fun. But The Twilight Zone, episode one, Jordan Peele. As always, we're going to start off with some spoiler-free for a minute or two and then jump into some heavy spoilers. But top level, what do we think about it? Very interesting. Very, very Twilight Zone. Like, he brought it to life again. Yes. He, Jordan Peele, did a really good job making this feel like a Twilight Zone episode. It didn't feel like a Black Mirror episode. No. It felt like a Twilight Zone episode, which was perfect. It was really good. It it felt like a the Twilight Zone in today's world, and or today's era, however you want to say it. Yeah. Pretty much, it wasn't. It wasn't just another anthology show. It wasn't just a another Outer Limits or another just creepy, weird, thrillerish sci-fi show. This felt like they literally just continued off the Twilight Zone. Yes, I haven't. I know I've seen pieces of other ones because they've done. We've had a couple of reboots. Yeah, but Jordan Peele did a great job. Reintroducing this. I'm overly looking forward to watching the second episode, which will be out next Tuesday. Yay! But I think uh, I think he nailed it. Yes. I mean, absolutely nailed it. If everything can go like the first episode, whoo, we're going to have a good time. I, I'm still going to miss that voice. That, I can't remember his name. What's his name? I don't remember his name either. Aww. But yes, um, Jordan Peele, nice voice. Yes. Not his, though. Yes. I, he still had the great intro, the great outro, and like very witty, very just, it just brings it to life. But you did that voice. You can never recreate that voice. Yes. His voice it. is really, really good. Really cool sounding and it's perfect for that. Yes. But you can't copy that. Well, of course. But he, he did he did a great job. Yes. And following in those footsteps. Right. He did do a magnificent job. I just wish I could remember the name because now I feel really bad. I was kind of trying to look it up, but uh, it didn't happen. So, guest appearances, blah, blah, blah. I want to say it was Ron somewhere. I don't know. How do you, you know how easy. Well, I was already in oh. the IMDb and I was hoping they would just tell me, but they don't. Twilight is here as we Google on camera. Twilight yeah, yeah. Zone. We have limited time, so let's just go for that. But it was. We we always should be more prepared. Rodmond Edward Sterling. So Rod Sterling. I'm sorry for any fans of Rod Sterling, but I forgot. He was great. So. Segway. (laughs) Some, if you didn't know, this was about a comedian who wants to be famous and he's offered that opportunity. Yes. Essentially. Pretty much from the summary, it's what is the cost? What, what is, is the, the cost, cost for of being success? Of, yes, of success? What is the... So, awesome. 
So what do we think? What are we giving it as a whole, as a unit here? What are we, what do, how many companion cubes are we giving it? I don't know. They're precious companion cubes. and you know, We hate losing them, but we, it's. Sometimes you got to throw out one or two or five. Hopefully we never run into a five. Let's not do five. Please, please. (laughs) I don't think there's going to be that many episodes. Let's not do five. (laughs) Overall, as far as bringing the Twilight Zone back to life, the actual story, everything, it, it was pretty high up there. But, like you had mentioned prior to the show, it wasn't a ultimate mega tell your friends about it. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Yes, it's really good. If you like Twilight Zone, I think you'll really like this. The story was very well done. The acting was very well done. It was just... If we could give it a higher score and just felt like it deserved it, we would do it. But unfortunately, I just... It doesn't blow you away, in my opinion. Yeah. Really good, but not like blow away good. Yeah. Like... It kind of has one of those slow starts to it. And you you still kind of got to feel... have to gain a feel of what's going on. It's not like from the start. Well, bam. So, Wait, we. What are you looking up? I was. Tr- we forgot to look up the narration, and I was trying to get the narration. Oh, okay. So, what do we say? I think we lost a companion cube. One companion cube. Yes. I don't think they're gonna have what I want. Oh. It's very disappointing. I mean, it came on yesterday. Yeah, I was but it's say, very the disappointing. Wiki page probably has not updated that fast yet. It might. It might. Well, then get on it. Wiki's open to everyone. <laughs> Disappointed. So, four out of five companion cubes. Yes. One little guy was lost. Rest in peace. Uh, we wouldn't feel too terribly about giving it a five, but we're going to give it a four. We'll see if there's anything that's just amazingly mind blowing. Yes, that was one of the main things. It's like, I. Honestly, I was dead set to give it a five because I was just like, it's the Twilight Zone. It's been brought to life again. It's something fresh. It's something new. I liked the concept, everything that was going on. But then the thought occurred that what if there is one better? Then how would we just make that one stand out? How would we recognize that one to its full potential if we already gave a five to this one? I agree. And again, it wasn't mind-blowing. It was good, but it wasn't mind-blowing. So, four to five. Now it's just spoilers. If you have a moment to get away. Beep. <laughs> so, a little bit more into it, actually. Yes, it, this is the now the spoiler version. Stop, go, go do your thing, go watch it, because we're about to say a whole bunch of garbage. Yeah. I'm still looking for this. Okay. Oh it's my god. So, Samir. Samir. Samir is a stand-up comedian who struggles horribly with really not jokes. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> he tries to be very political. He tries to center his jokes around politics, and it sounds like a dry seminar. Yeah, it's not not good at all, unfortunately. Not funny. No one finds it funny. No one really laughs at him. He tries real hard, but he's trying to give a message yes. and be funny. He's trying to make a moral out of a lecture. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
and it does not work out for him. Yeah. So he is confronted by, I think we decided it was J.C. Yes, Wheeler. J.C. Wheeler. Which I wish, see. Isn't it Tracy Morgan? I think that's his name. Yeah. Sure, sure. We'll go with that. I think of uh, the one with Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. Yep, he was in that. So he, J.C. Wheeler, who in this universe is a famous comedian who just kind of disappeared. Yeah. No one knows why. He just fell off the face of the earth. So Samir sitting at a bar. and Oh, J.C. Wheeler. And he, of course, goes up to him. Big, huge fan of blah, blah, blah. Any tips at all. Yeah, literally becomes the worst fangirl ever, except for the crying and the hugging. Yes. Like, do you have any tips? I would take any tips. I will give you my dog. Exactly. I, okay. Anything you need, please. I Just anything you could give me to make my sets better. His best advice is be personal. Yes. Make it personal. Make it about you. Make it... That's how they're going to care, is that if it is about you. They don't care about politics. They care about you. So, he um, does that. After going out and trying his same joke again that starts failing miserably. Yeah. And then he transitions into his, about his dog, named Cat. Yes. And people start laughing. And you're like... Hmm, and they just start laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing. And, and, laughing and, and just, he's like slowly like, hey, maybe I'm getting the hang of this. And just slowly going into it and everyone is just having a great time. And he's like, I think I got this. He goes home and re- it starts calling for his dog, which isn't coming to him. And then he goes and asks his girlfriend, and she's like, ah, she's sleeping, and it's just, oh, and it's like, oh, we don't have a dog or cat. Duh, duh, duh. So, is Gano. So there is no dog now. And then for the rest of the episode, we start getting this. Yes. We start joking here about that or about this, and I forget what his second joke's about. It's oh, nephew. his nephew's in town. nephew. And everyone's ignoring about his normal joke. So he brings up his nephew and everyone starts laughing and no nephew. You know that my sister can't have kids. That's exactly. not funny. Ooh. So we move in. Of course, uh, his girlfriend, her mentor was... David. David was in the room when he got home about the nephew and was kind of shocked. I didn't know we were going to have a guest and blah, blah, blah. Seems... A little fishy. Like, okay, this guy, I don't know. This yeah. is kind of weird. But he was her mentor in college. Which is why she's a lawyer and what's going on. So, a little further down the road. Well, David becomes a joke. Uh, goodbye, David. Goodbye, David. And David's gone. And then that turns into, well, that means since David's gone, he was her mentor. She's no longer a lawyer. No, she never got the job, which means she they never got they were never able to afford the trip to Paris, which actually saved their relationship. So now they're rocky. And rocky, I mean like they're literally already at the ending point, but Yeah, and she kind of ends it. After I mean, she's a waitress now. They have a kind of a little more crappy of an apartment. They don't really love how they work cuz she's not a lawyer anymore. So she don't make the money she made. Yes. So, of course, he goes into his next little skit or performance, not very in the best mindset, to which people start heckling him. 
And he gets to know their names. Like, oh, Will and Gabe. Oh, give it up for these guys here. Oh, where do you work? Oh, you're, you're hedge fund guys. And, well, good, 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 goodbye, Will and Dave. Or, or where <laughs> Gabe. Are you? Gabe. Goodbye, fellas. And they, they, they go. Yes. Same happened with another little comedian guy who was up on stage. Like, oh, he kind of, uh, he got drunk one time and ran to a bus stop that killed a lady and her kid. So he may turn that into a joke. And uh, that guy disappeared as well. And Yes, so throughout this, people are starting to just, he, he caught on. He figured out what was happening and started using it. And the first time that it actually kind of flipped on him was the David thing. Because that yes. actually affected his life. And his girlfriend literally was like, you're selfish. This is all you've ever cared about is your success. Which, yes and no, but now that history is changing, things are changing, and now it's all about his career and how he's doing great and how everything he does in his sets are personal and blah, blah, blah. And when 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 is he going to use her in his jokes? Yeah. And he just, everything kind of just comes full circle. So it's the last evening and... There's a big, big, big wig who, between him and one other comedian named Dee Dee, who we've seen throughout the episode, and they have to compete, and whoever's better, they're going to take on and get put onto some show, and it's going to be a big success, and yay, and... So he has a choice, pretty much. He can decide what, how much his success is worth. Yep. Is it worth... Taking some, like he listened to her performance. She did spot on. She did great. It was natural talent, and he knows. He knows mm-hmm. that she she probably could have done really well, just at at this new career. She yep. could have gone and been successful in a natural way. And well, he doesn't want to at first, but ends up throwing her name out there. But then that spirals out of control. Yeah. He literally pretty much drunk rampage. Probably a lot of guilt just starts. He names anyone he has ever known, including his parents. Yeah. Until his girlfriend comes in and yelling at him and going, boo, and has his notepad he's been drawing in with names all in it. So literally for the first time through the laughter, somebody calls him out on something. Yep. Like it, it, it threw the laughing. Everybody in the room is laughing. This time, she is like broken out of it, mm-hmm. and to which everyone wants to see what he does. Yep, and she 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 pretty much tells him to use her. Yes, in his set. To which he, I guess, finally just clicks, and he he can't do that. Yes. So in one last ditch effort, he uses himself. He pretty much says, I want to talk about me. And at the very end of his little set, he throws out his name. Samir, I forget his last name. Wessner? Wassan. Samir Wassan. And disappears and the mic drops. (laughs) And that is pretty much the end of the episode. I mean, kind of. Yeah. Oh, next. Okay, it's not the end of the episode. Well, yes. The care, like, characters appear, like, you see, you see, uh, Devin again, which is the 10-year-old nephew, yes. but he's running over to, of course, the guy's girlfriend. I didn't even write her name down. <laughs> but um, uh, So they're at the comedy club still. Dee Dee's still there. Like, everybody. So everyone still exists because he's gone. Everyone's back. Yes. 
And then she's like, well, I want to say hello to Dee Dee. And she says hello to Dee Dee because she's alive. And like, great set. And they leave. And Dee Dee walks over, sits at the bar. And, well. JC. Yeah. I was going to say that. I forget my wording. It doesn't matter. Oh. Lo and behold, JC Wheeler right beside her. To which she does almost exactly what Samir did. If you have any notes, let me know. And he's like, oh. In the fleshy flesh. In the fleshy flesh. It's like, oh, here we go again. To which we have a amazing outro by Peel. Yes, Peel. They waited about 10, 12 minutes into the episode before they actually did the intro yeah. to the show. It's a, it's a pilot, of course. Usually the, the so first thing. Yeah, we got through. He jumped in. He gave his narration. We got the actual Twilight Zone new. Updated, but all too familiar. Opening. Yeah. We got to the end. His is a little different as in far as he, or at least in this particular instance, we actually see Jordan Peele. Yes. He's in the scene with the other people, or just right yes. outside, and you yeah, kind of he, pan he over kind to him. He pans to the hallway, and he's walking around with his glass of wine or a glass of some kind of drink. And he does his outro. He's talking about Samir being a nobody, and then he learns the secret to success and after finding out its cost, decides once again to be a nobody. nobody. And he goes away. We pan past him to the wall, which their wallpaper is just a bunch of people sitting in like a crowd. Yeah, it's pretty it makes, much... It makes yeah. the room look bigger yes. in a lot of ways, but you pan up to the wall, and Samir's face is right there in the wall into the painting, almost. And immediately, right when we saw that, you and I looked at each other, and I think we had the exact same thought. Yeah. That that has the, in some way, has to be the other people who disappeared. Yes. I was either thinking that it was the other people who have disappeared, or it could be comedians as well who have used the same talent. Well, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Those people have disappeared as in other comedians. Oh, okay. Or it could yeah. just be other people in general, if those comedians still exist and didn't. I don't know. There's, yeah. there's ways it could be, but and somehow... Yeah. The power has moved people into that. Yes, they have become part of Eddie's, which is the name Eddie's. of the club. Eddie's. So, very good, like really good. I there's. That's why I think I don't. I can't really think of any cons. That's how good the episode is. Yeah, did that, that, that. The only times it was cringy is because it was supposed to be. So yeah, so I think super well done. Thinking about it immediately, I don't really see any plot holes. I think everything pretty did pretty well. Yeah. So, again, we're giving it four companion cubes out of five. Hope you agree with us. Maybe you liked it more. Maybe you liked it less. Let us know down in the comments down below. But. Oh, plane. Aeroplane. <laughs> Aeroplane. Um, so, but we really enjoyed it. So, hope you did. But, as always. You can reach me at Stars of Travel. Reach Amanda at KZ Pup. Reach the show at Beyond Your Focus. Practically anywhere. YouTube, podcast services around the globe. And uh, anything else? No. Like, subscribe to the channel. Leave a comment down below. But till next time, long days and pleasant nights. <laughs>